long now? By my reckoning, we should reach Orlok shortly before dawn. How much is he paying you, the Grand Duke? Whatever it is, I'll double it. It's not a question of money. <laughs> Don't tell me you're doing this out of a sense of duty. Fourteen unexplained deaths, Baron Teufel. Fourteen dismembered bodies found in the woods surrounding your castle. Limbs, sometimes even heads, missing. And then in the twenty years since you left town, nothing. I'd say I have a duty to find out why, wouldn't you? It was the beast, Lugner, not me. Ask the townsfolk. Ah, yes, the fabled beast of Orlok. Born of pestilence, harbinger of plague, harvester of souls. Odd, don't you think that a creature last heard of during the Middle Ages should suddenly reappear after an absence of four centuries? Odder still that it should then choose to disappear just as suddenly the very same night you leave town for good. I told you, it attacked me and I killed it. How else do you think I came by these scars? And yet no one but you ever saw it. Oh, various farmers reported smelling the foul stench of brimstone or hearing an unearthly wail in the night. But that's superstitious nonsense. You know as well as I do, Baron, there is no beast of Orlok, and there never was. What is it, coachman? Why have we stopped? Three down, sir, right across the road. But can it be moved? Well, I'll have a look. If this is a trick, Teufel, you'll regret it. What in heaven's name? It's the beast. The beast. The beast of Arnold. Doctor Who, starring Paul McGann and Sheridan Smith. The Beast of Orlock by Barnaby Edwards. Part One. How many times do I have to tell you? I'm not going to go in any... Any right. Well, that makes two of us. No nemesis. No oblivion. No Alton flipping towers. Well, maybe they moved it. <sighs> Admit it, Doctor. You goofed again. Next time, I think you'd better let me drive. Girls have a better sense of direction. You operate the TARDIS. <laughs> How hard can it be? You just throw a few levers, bump the console and hope for the best. I think even I can manage that. Piloting the TARDIS is an art, Lucy. It takes centuries to master. You can't just stick an L-plate on and go for a quick spin. Well, that's just stupid. Stupid? What happens if you get hurt, eh? Or separated from the TARDIS? Hmm. Did you ever think of that, clever clogs? What if you were on board the Titanic with some mints in blonde and I was on the iceberg with the TARDIS and a load of penguins? Well, in that case, you just hit the LTD button. The what? The LTD button. 
It's a big red button in the center of the console. Press it, and the TARDIS homes in on my heartbeat. You're making it up? There's no such button? There is, too. Oh, yeah? So what's LTD stand for? Locate the Doctor? Blue Sea to drive. Ha, ha. I don't suppose that was a car backfiring. Only one way to find out. Come on. Don't speak, Your Lordship. Save your energy. Someone's bound to hear the shots. Bound to. Hey there. What did I tell you? Over here! Oh, my God. What happened here? I don't know. I came round the bend in the road and found it like this. Everything's been ripped apart. Carriage, people, even the horses. I think I'm going to be sick. Now close your eyes, Lucy. Breathe through your nose. Is he the only survivor? I think so. I found him trapped under one of the wheels. You'll never believe who it is. It's Baron Teufel. Baron who? Baron Teufel? Oh, well. Here, let me take a look. Are you a doctor? Of a sort. Now, <coughs> it's all right, Baron. I'm here to help. I killed them. Killed them all. Is he dead? Unconscious. I don't understand it. It looks like he's lost a lot of blood. I can't find any obvious wounds. His breathing is steady, his pulse is strong. Everything seems normal. What did he mean? It killed them all. That's what we need to find out. Now, come on, you two, help me shift this. And... <laughs> mm -hmm. I can't tell. It's been so many years, his face may have changed. Wait. We must proceed with caution or we risk losing everything. We're not the only ones looking for them, remember? Be patient, Wolf. Observe and then act. When the moment is right, we'll take him. The girl, too. Sounds like there's a storm coming. Then we'll have to work quickly before the rain washes away all trace of whatever did this. Here, catch. What is it? Walking stick snapped in half. Could be a clue. It must belong to the Baron. See, the handle's in the shape of a wolf's head. That's the Teufel coat of arms. Let me see. Ugh, it's covered in mud. Clay, actually. Pedant. And it smells. Smells of what? Um, I don't know. Mm, a bit like fireworks, I suppose. Hey, maybe it was a bomb that did this. Unlikely. No scorch marks. Same goes for lightning. Uh-huh. What is it? What have you found? A letter of some sort. By the authority vested in me, I, Grand Duke Albrecht, the 11th of Baden, hereby confirm the holder of this indenture to be acting as my plenipotentiary. What's it mean? Indenture or plenipotentiary. The whole thing, dummy. No idea. We'll figure that out later. Now, where did I put my... <sighs> well, if it wasn't a bomb, perhaps it was a meteorite. A what? Falling star. Well, that's possible. We've had falling stars in the Schwarzwald before. Schwarzwald? Schwarzwald. It's German for Black Forest. Black Forest? As in the ghetto? Hasn't been invented yet, I'm afraid. How do you know? We don't even know what century we're in. I believe you see, I would have thought it was pretty obvious from the evidence on offer. Oh, here we go again. The Sherlock Holmes routine. Our friend here is holding a flintlock revolver patented in 1818 by Elisha Collier of Boston, but only exported to the continent from 1822. When you couple that with the fact that this otherwise intelligent young man has never heard of the word meteorite, which was in common usage by 1834... I think we can be fairly sure that we are in the mid to late 1820s, around 
1828, I'd say, am I right? 1827, actually. Look, who are you? I'm the doctor, this is Lucy Miller. We're travellers. And you? Hans Todd, student. Look, if it wasn't a falling star, doctor, or any of those other things, then what was it? Something large, vicious and extremely violent. An animal, you mean? Like a bear? Much bigger than that, I'm afraid. Whatever did this had the strength to reduce an oak carriage to splinters. Fangs like splinters. What's that? Uh, nothing. Well, an old nursery rhyme I used to scare my sister with. With fangs like splinters, claws like knives, the beast of Orlock gobbles lives. With brimstone breath and eyes aglow, he'll eat your soul. To hell you'll go. Apologise for calling this meeting so early and with so little notice, but we are facing a crisis. At eight o'clock this morning, a carriage was discovered two miles out of Orlock on the Fryborg Road. It had been smashed to pieces and three of the four occupants killed. Uh, tragic, Herr Burgermaster, but hardly a crisis. Well, doubtless it came to grief in the storm. I must say, I'm finding these endless emergency meetings a severe strain on my patience, to say nothing of my digestion. <laughs> if it's not violent youths terrorising the streets, it's plague-ridden beggars or foreign spies. <laughs> According to you, Orlock is beset with villainy and debauchery every minute of every day. And yet, I look out of the window each morning, and our beloved town seems just as tranquil as ever. I fear that once again, you are fussing over a storm in a teacup. Or in this case, <laughs> a hiccup in a storm. <laughs> I'm sure you're right, Herr Grinson. Doubtless, it was a hiccup which ripped the horses from their traces and threw them 30 feet in the air. The same hiccup no doubt flattened the carriage before going on to dismember two coachmen and a passenger. Yes, gentlemen, dismember. A word we haven't heard in a very long time. It seems it's come back after 20 years. The Beast of Orlock has returned to haunt us! Hey! Is anyone there? I want to see a lawyer! Oh, I give up. How's the doctor? Still unconscious, I'm afraid. He should be in a hospital, not stuck in some poxy cell. They couldn't do enough for that Baron guy. This way, your lordship. You there, get a carriage to take the Baron back to his castle. Not a word of thanks towards for saving his life. Oh, well, that's different. In the eyes of the Burgermaster, Baron Teufel's an important citizen. Burgermaster? There's a branch of that in Lytham St Anne's. He's head of the town council. God, if my mother ever finds out I saved Baron Teufel's life, I'm dead. 
Not a fan of the aristocracy. She's not a fan of anyocracy. Thinks people are quite capable of governing themselves. I've tried pointing out that what she's talking about is actually called democracy, but she just thumps me. <laughs> Nobody likes a smart ass, I suppose. I suppose not. Mind you, Teufel seems to get a goat more than the others. He's been away from Orlock for 20 years, but still the very mention of his name sets her off. My sister once said it was a shame we didn't have a resident nobleman to impress tourists. Mother threw a dishcloth at her and told her in fairly colourful language that Teufel's leaving town was the best thing that could have happened to Orlock. So why did he leave? No one knows. They say he went travelling before settling down in Freiburg. When I won a place at the university, Mother was dead set against me going in case I bumped into Teufel and was corrupted by his aristocratic wiles. So what are you studying at uni? Ars Philosophica. Come again? Philosophy. Schiller, Hegel, Goethe and Kant. Sounds like a law firm. <laughs> Doctor, you're awake. I have been for some time. I just couldn't get a word in edgeways. <sighs> Why, how you young people witter on. So where are we? In jail. Did we pass go? Right not. Shame we could have used that 200 quid to bribe the jailer. Oh, I have the most spectacular headache. Well, it's not every day a tree falls on you. Oh, well, that would explain it. Hello, Hans. Hello, Doctor. How are you feeling? On a scale of one to ten, I'd give it an F. So what are we doing in jail? We're helping the burgomaster with his inquiries. Burgomaster? There's a branch of that in... Done it. Oh. Anyway, he thinks we might have had something to do with the attack on that carriage. Well, that's idiotic. I'm afraid what Otto powers back and lacks in intelligence, he more than makes up for in stupidity. Yeah, don't think I didn't hear that, Todd. You're in enough trouble as it is. Found at the scene of the crime, blood on your hands, and in the company of two foreigners to boot. Aye, who are you calling foreign? It's only my goodwill that's keeping you from the guillotine, boy. You must be Burgomaster Pausback, and I've heard so much about you. I am the doctor, this is Lucy Miller. I know who you are. It's what you were doing on the Freiburg Road that interests me. How many times do we have to tell you we had nothing to do with those deaths? We only just arrived in the area. From where? Not one person saw you on the road between Freiburg and Orlock. Doesn't that strike you as unlikely? Not really, since we came from the woods. Where you were doubtless lying in wait to intercept the Baron's carriage. Uh, what? We'd never even heard of the Baron before today. Mm, an admirable attempt at ingenuousness, if sadly unconvincing. You knew that was Baron Teufel's carriage because you intended to rob him. Or worse... To assassinate him. Poppycock. What did you say? Poppycock. Claptrap. Hogwash. You know as well as we do that it wasn't robbers who attacked that carriage last night. What was it then? The Beast of Orlock. That's what she said. Nonsense. Now take this suit to the man by the corner window. But Mother, Uta works for Herr Grinson. She said there'd been some emergency council meeting this morning and that the Burgermaster had told them all the Beast was back. Otto Pausbacken is a scaremongering toad. He'd like nothing better than to keep this whole town in a permanent state of panic. Terror equals power in Otto's tiny mind. Oh, once he has us all cowering in fear, he can pass any damn fool law he pleases. But what else could smash a carriage to smithereens and rip people to bits like that? Enough, Greta. The Beast of Orlock is a myth. A silly fairy story. It doesn't exist. Trust me. I know. Hans believes in it. Believed in it? When he was six. Hopefully your brother's grown up a bit now. But you can ask him yourself later on. You mean he's coming home? When? Today? <laughs> this afternoon. <gasps> it was supposed to be a surprise. Hans is spending the Christmas holidays with us. Now give that poor gentleman his soup before it gets colder than his beer. Yes, Mother. Hans Todd and Baron Teufel, both back in Orlock on the same day. I can hardly believe it.
I'm afraid it's true, Burgomaster. If you don't believe me, read this. What is it? A letter from Grand Duke Albrecht the Eleventh of Baden, authorizing me to take over this investigation. Nice one, Doctor. I knew it'd come in handy. Now, if you'll kindly release us from this cell, we can get on and find this beast of yours. Oh, not, not so fast, Doctor. This letter mentions nothing about Fräulein Miller or young Todd here. He conscripted us. We're his deputies. <laughs> he doesn't have the authority. Plenipotentiary. The word is of Latin origin, Otto, as I'm sure you know, a combination of plenus meaning full and potentia meaning power. Now, unless a burgomaster outranks a grand duke, I'd say I have every authority to appoint whomsoever I wish to whatever position I care to name. Is that clear? Or shall I write to my mate, Albrecht the Eleventh, saying you doubt his royal prerogative? Now, that won't be necessary. Good. Deputy Hans? Yes, Doctor? As a student of philosophy, you must be good at making sense of the world. Where do you suggest we start our investigations? Oh, well, we could start by asking Baron Teufel what he saw. Brilliant. And they say the universities are dumbing down. You can't just barge into Castle Orlock like some muddy oaf and start bombarding his lordship with questions. Oh, don't worry, I'll bombard him deferentially. Hang on, what was that about muddy oaf? I I merely meant you should... Lucy, remember that broken walking stick we found? The one covered in mud, yeah. The one covered in clay, yes. Doctor, how could you have missed something so obvious it was staring you in the face? What was? This is the Black Forest, Lucy. It hasn't got any clay. It's glacial gneiss over sandstone. So whatever was on that cane... Must have come from whatever killed those people. Precisely, which means we can track it. Lucy, I need you and Hans to fetch the spectroscope from the TARDIS. A few tweaks with the old sonic screwdriver and we should be able to use it to follow the creature's spoor. Aye, aye, Captain. Otto, was everything recovered from the carriage wreck? Of course. And I'd be grateful if you stopped calling me... Excellent. See if you can find the walking stick. We'll need an exact match for the clay. Right, let's rendezvous in two hours. Can we meet back at the inn? Only I told Mother I'd be arriving this afternoon and I daren't be late. Mm, Sounds good to me. I'll be ready for some pub grub by then. The inn it is, then. Now, off with you both and take care. This thing is large and not very friendly. Don't worry, Doctor. I'm in expert hands. (laughs) Hands, get it? Get out. Uh, Doctor, what is this TARDIS of yours? Well, well. What is something as beautiful as you doing all the way out here in this backwater? Ah, locked. Mm. Wolf! Load this onto the caravan. We're taking it with us. Stay! Did you put up those posters in town? Splendid. Then the trap is set. Now all we have to do is wait for our two little mice to stray into temptation. After all, who can resist having their fortune told? Especially by the world-famous mystic traveler. (laughs) Mystic traveler? Promised to nine royal families and three popes. That's what the poster said. They're pitching camp at the edge of town, Uta says. If I go now, I can be back before Hans gets here. Fortune tellers are all fakes, Greta. They fish for facts and let you fill in the blanks yourself. Now, bring me another kettle. This washing up water's tepid. Well, if it's all fake, where's the harm? The harm, young lady, is the damage this kind of drivel does to your brain. A well-ordered mind can achieve anything, Greta. Yours is cluttered up with more rubbish than our box room. Many potentially. Oh, 
At last. The other piece of that stupid stick. Now, perhaps I can return to my part-time job as burgomaster of this ungrateful little... Well, well. And what's this, Doctor? A gift from your chum, the Grand Duke? Another glass of, um, of whatever this is. It's ice wine, Aaron Teufel. Very good one, too. But no, one glass is enough for me, thank you. I hope you don't mind if I do. I find it an excellent restorative. Well, you're certainly in better shape than when we last met. I have you to thank for saving my life, it seems. That little fella mentioned it. What was his name now? Podgy? Paucity? Pausbacken. Ah. Can you really recall nothing of the accident? Uh, not just the accident, Doctor. I can't remember a single detail of my life before this morning. Which, I suspect, is a blessing. I don't appear to have been a very nice man. What do you mean? Come. I'll show you. I'm busy. Then I'll be brief. Is the doctor here? The doctor? This is an inn, not a hospital. Or did I miss your latest proclamation announcing the merger? Uh, when he returns, give him this walking stick with my compliments. Why don't you give it to him yourself? Because I have better things to do than waste my time on wild goose chases. Good day. Oh, and uh, tell the doctor I have something else of his. If he wants it back, he'd better come and see me. And he'd better ask nicely. Pompous little prig. That settles it. It was definitely him who nicked the TARDIS. But why would the Burgomaster do a thing like that? Petty revenge, Greta. The Doctor needs this cabinet of his, therefore it pleases Otto to deny him access to it. But without the TARDIS, we'll never find the beast. The real beast, Hans, is inside that castle. A secret laboratory in the castle cellars. It's even got an ensuite bubbling tar pit. Intriguing, is it not? It seems I was dabbling in science. Oh, this is much more than dabbling, Baron. Electrostatic generators, bioelectric field dampeners, voltaic cells. Still got some juice in them, too. This is state-of-the-art technology for 1827. What's it all for? What were you working on? According to that notebook, Doctor, nothing less than the creation of life itself. Baron Teufel is evil, Hans. Pure evil. And you're a damn fool for saving his life. Oh, mother. Twenty years is a long time. Maybe he's... Maybe he's changed? No, Hans. The devil doesn't change. He just gets more cunning. Well, he didn't look like the devil to me. He didn't have horns for a start, and there wasn't that telltale omen music when he eyeballed me. When he did what? Uh, looked at me. Sorry, I was being flippant. All of you, stay here. Lock the door after me and don't open it for anyone other than me or the doctor. Hans, Greta, promise me you won't try to follow me. Follow you where? To Castle Orlock. 
Now, promise... It's all right. We promise not to follow you. Good children. You know, I love you very much. Look after them, Lucy. Sounds like the doctor's in trouble. Come on, Hans. He can't, Lucy. He promised. I only promised not to follow Mother Greta. I didn't say anything about not going to Castle Orlock. Blimey. I bet you're top of your class in hairsplitting. I'm not bad at quibbling, either. All right, Mr Fancy Pants. Time to get up off your arse, Philowoptica, and show me where this castle is. And while your mother's distracting the Baron at the front gate, we can sneak in the back door and have a snoop around. The castle does have a back door, doesn't it? Of a sort. Greta, stay here. Read a book or something. But... Read a book? I lowered the assembled cadaver into a vat of warm amniotic fluid and began to charge the suspension using galvanic electricity. After several minutes, I observed the creature's extremities begin to agitate themselves. It looks like you were ahead of Mary Shelley by ten years, Baron. I don't know what you mean, Doctor. You can stop playing the innocent. Grave robbing, mutilation, murder. Yes, Baron, murder. According to these notes of yours, the best results were achieved using fresh body parts. This place must have been a charnel house, scattered with human remains, and yet you say you remember nothing. I assure you, I do not. You're lying. That's why you came back, isn't it? To pick up where you left off 20 years ago. You weren't the victim of that attack on your carriage. You orchestrated it. That's why I couldn't find any injuries on you. And why you've made such a remarkable recovery. You faked it all. To give yourself the perfect alibi. Now, when mutilated bodies start turning up again, everybody's going to blame the beast and not the real monster. You. You disappoint me, Doctor. I'd have expected more from a Time Lord. What did you call me? Look, I don't mean to criticise, but when I said back door, I was hoping for something a little more glamorous than a sewage outlet. It's the only way to get inside unobserved. When we were young, Greta and I used to play here with Dudu. Please tell me that's someone's name. <sighs> Dudu was our puppy. Anyway, one day she chased a rat through this grating and we thought we'd lost her forever. A day later, she was found in the castle storerooms. Meaning there's a way through from here into the castle? Precisely. <sighs> if only I can loosen this grating. Oh, move over, Mr Muscle. Huh. And the motto is, if hands fail, try feet. <laughs> you think you're so clever, don't you, Caliph? How did you know I was a Time Lord? Your clothes, the way you talk, the general air of smugness and self-satisfaction. That, and the sonic scrub. Listen, Baron, how about we sit down and talk this over? Baron Teufel is dead, Doctor. And you'll soon be driving. Shoo! Go on, that shoe. That's it. Run away from the light. That really is a remarkable device. It's just a torch. I got it in a cracker last Christmas. The doctor got a redshift oscillator, the jammy swine. Means you can alter the wavelength of light around you and tan twice as fast. What the hell was that? Pit beckons. Wait, what do you mean Teufel is dead? You saw his body for yourself, and yet you were too stupid to realize it. Why would such a small carriage have two coachmen? Well, if the real Baron Teufel is dead, who are you? I am General Zoff, 
Commander-in-Chief of the Ravzera Planetary League. I've tracked those experimental units across 60,000 light-years, Time Lord, and I'm not going to surrender them to a meddling space policeman like you. Careful, Hans. It's all right. I think it came from down there. I don't know what you're talking about, Zoff. What experimental units? I think it's time you came to a sticky end. Zoff, wait! Goodbye, Doctor. Or should that be... Tata? No! The Beast of Orlok starred Paul McGann as the Doctor and Sheridan Smith as Lucy Miller. Frau Todd, Miriam Margulies. Baron Teufel, Peter Guinness. Hans, Samuel Barnett. Otto Pausbacken, Nick Wilton. Judder, Trevor Cooper. Greta, Alison Thea Scott. Lurgner, Nicholas Briggs. Sound design and music by Andy Hardwick. Script editor, Alan Barnes. Director, Barnaby Edwards. The audio adventures of Doctor Who are produced by Barnaby Edwards, David Richardson, Nicholas Briggs, and Jason Haig Ellery for Big Finish Productions. To Who, starring Paul McGann and Sheridan Smith. The Beast of Orlock by Barnaby Edwards. Part Two. Hopefully the creature won't be able to follow. Oh, we can bank on it. From the sounds of it, that thing's a one-man tunnel widening scheme. Come on! Is that what attacked the carriage, do you think? Look, I'd say we hit the jackpot. Let go, Doctor. You're just prolonging the inevitable. Isn't that what life is? And besides, I have this curious aversion to being boiled alive in a pit of bubbling bitumen. Then let me help you to overcome it. <laughs> Zoff! General Zoff! Grab hold of the chain! Come on, man, we haven't got all night. Oh, dead end. It can't be. This tunnel must lead somewhere. Why dig it otherwise? There's an overflow channel. Look, the water's disappearing into some sort of sinkhole. Oh, Lucy, I'm so sorry. I've led us into a trap. Thank you. Another few minutes. I'd have been tarmac. How's our friend there? Out cold. I take it you're the doctor. Yes. Sorry, have we... Frau Todd. Hans's mother. Hmm, you're younger than Lucy described. Well, anyone older than 25 is middle-aged to Lucy. Where is she, by the way? With my son and daughter back at the inn. Don't worry, doctor. She's perfectly safe. Lucy! 
Hello? Is anybody... Oh, sorry. I was looking for the Mystic Traveller. And you have found him, my child. Come, sit before me. Let me see your hand. Oh, I nearly forgot. Here. What is this disc? It's the only coin I have, I'm afraid. An old Kreutzer. Mm. Sorry, I, I thought I was supposed to cross your palm with silver. Isn't that what you do with gypsies? I wouldn't know, my child. I'm not a gypsy. Now... I'm going to pour some liquid onto your hand. Do not be alarmed, it's only water. You're not afraid of water, are you? Lucy. Lucy. Come on. Come on, Lucy. Breathe. Lucy, breathe. Lucy, please, don't die, please. I'm sorry, Lucy. I'm so sorry. Death has returned to haunt us, citizens. After two decades of peace, our beloved town is yet again besieged by evil. It is said that the Beast of Orlok walks among us once more. <laughs> Lucy, you're alive. Oh. Is that you? I thought I drowned. It's all right. I've got you. Comfort, security, family. Everything we hold dear is under threat. Doubtless you are thinking, why us? What did we do to merit this horror? Such speculation is fruitless. Rather, we must ask ourselves another question. How did you know about the Baron here being an imposter? It was something Lucy said. She described the way he looked at her. I knew then that something was terribly wrong. There. I'd like to see him wriggle out of that. I don't understand. How can his looking at Lucy be wrong? Because the real Baron Teufel is blind. Blind? Are you sure? Oh, yes, Doctor. <laughs> Very sure. I was the one who blinded him. Why now? That is the important question. And for this, I do have an answer. I hold in my hand a poster. An advertisement for a gypsy fortune teller who calls himself the Mystic Traveller. Even now, this charlatan is plotting to deceive and defraud you. Or... Possibly worse. Oh, 
Remarkable. See how the water forms pools on your palm, like mercury. It's always done that. The girls used to tease me about it at school. It's one of the reasons Mother doesn't like me doing the washing up. That, and the fact that I once broke her favourite beer stein. Tell me, tell me, Greta. Do you have a brother? And yet, this mantibank and his gypsy cohorts are not the cause of our current woes. Nor, I maintain, is the beast. This morning, our town saw two new faces. A man and a girl. They claim they were sent from Freiburg. Agents of the Grand Duke himself. They lied. This evening I received word that the Grand Duke's agent was Klaus Lugner, one of the men discovered dead at the crash site. The doctor and the girl are imposters. No beast! It was a trick conjured up by this doctor and his accomplice. Twenty years ago, fourteen souls lost their lives. Our husbands, our sons, our friends. Last night claimed the lives of a further three men. How many more must die before the doctor's bloodlust is satisfied? I say, no more. No more. I say we go to Castle Orlock and end this tonight. Yes. Yes. Who's with me? Fertog, let's recap on what we know so far. One, Baron Teufel isn't really Baron Teufel. He's General Zoff, Commander-in-Chief of the Rabzera Planetary League. Whoever they are. Some military alliance, I should imagine. The Rabzera system's always at war, with each planet attempting to trounce its rivals. Every now and then, one of the planets teams up with its neighbours and has a go at dominating the others. And then the alliance breaks down again when one of the participants develops a new weapon and decides to try it out on its allies. Same pattern for centuries. Sounds like the German Federation. Two, this General Zoff is very keen to find some experimental units... Presumably we're talking about some kind of military hardware. That must be pretty important to him. Why else would he travel 60,000 light years to find them? Why, indeed? Three. He thinks the Time Lords are after them, too. Which means they're almost certainly outlawed technology. So we're looking at either biological or temporal devices. I think we can dismiss the latter, time destructors and so on, because they're too advanced for Ravzaran technology. Which leaves us with the biological devices. Precisely. Clones, cyborgs, genetic mutations and so on. Four... Why aren't you surprised by anything I'm saying? Because I think I know what these experimental units are. How are you feeling? Cold, wet and covered in mud. It's quite an attractive look, actually. (laughs) Thanks for saving my life. I take it you jumped in after me. I didn't have much choice. It was either that or get pulverised. You must be some swimmer. How long were we underwater? Ten minutes, thereabouts. Ten minutes? Have you got gills or something? Listen, Lucy, 
There's something I have to tell you. abandon anything which isn't absolutely essential. We need to leave in under five minutes. And arm the impulse rifles. What's happening? Where are we going? To Castle Orlock. That's where Hans has gone, isn't it? I pray we're not too late. Is Hans in danger? Listen, Greta. My men and I have travelled a considerable distance to find you both. We hope to make contact in a way that wouldn't alarm you. That's why we're dressed like this. Outlandish, perhaps, but still recognisably part of your world. Part of my... You and your brother are very special, Greta. In fact, you're unique. But we're not the only ones looking for you. There's a man named General Zoff, and unless I'm very much mistaken, he's currently inside Castle Orlock. We can't let Hans fall into his clutches. How do you know all this? Who are you? My name is Judah. I created you in a laboratory and sent you to this primitive planet for your own safety. On a moonless night 20 years ago, a star fell in the forest. The beast was abroad in those days, and none of the townsfolk dared venture out after dark. But I was curious and went into the woods alone. When I got close to the fallen star, I could see it was made of metal and had curious writing all over it. In its side was what looked like a door. As I touched it, the door slid open. Inside were two babies, side by side, a boy and a girl, star children. They weren't safe where they were, so I picked them up and hurried away from the crater. I'd barely gone more than a couple of hundred yards when... to, I could smell brimstone and thought of the beast. I opened my eyes and saw a figure standing over me. He was dressed all in black and wore a mask. In one hand, he carried a bloody blade. In the other, a man's arm, the stump dripping with fresh pitch. Where did you find them? I recognized the voice immediately. It was Baron Teufel. The original Baron Teufel. He, too, was a man of darkness. Now give them to me, Frau Todd. I wish to examine them. Examine? Oh, such a cold word for two such small and vulnerable creatures. And then it hit me. Baron Teufel was the beast of Orlok. It was he who was slaughtering people and dismembering them. For what purpose, I couldn't divine, but I knew I couldn't let him have the babes. I said but one word to him. No. Then I must take them from you. As he reached for them, I picked up a burning branch and swung it at him. It hit him full in the face. 
Oh, right. I picked up the children and walked away into the night. Come back. Come here, you witch. The next day, the blinded baron left Orlok. The attack ceased, and the beast faded back into legend. The children stayed with me and grew up as my own. I named the boy Hans and the girl Greta. I knew that one day someone would come looking for them. Someone from beyond the stars. And that they'd take them from me. No one's going to take them from you, Frau Todd. Not while I'm around. Is that a fact, Doctor? Zoff. Doctor, I still don't understand. If he's Zoff... Why does he look exactly like the real Baron Teufel? Oh, I expect he's got a metamorphizer. It changes your voice and physical shape. Criminals use them all the time. Have you got a metamorphizer? Enough. Forget about the metamorphizer and concentrate on this. It's a molecular disruptor gun. And the results of being shot by it are extremely unpleasant. What do you want, Zoff? What I've always wanted, Time Lord. The experimental units. That's better. Next time, try tying the hands behind the body. You're not laying a finger on Greta and Hans. They're mine. On the contrary, I think you'll find they belong to me. I paid for them, and if that old fool Judah hadn't suffered a crisis of conscience, I'd have had them by now. What are you doing? Using the power left in these primitive batteries to expand the range of my tracking device. Excellent. It's closing in on them. What's closing in? My golem. We're losing it. The trees are slowing it down. There are lights up ahead. We must be near the town. Come on. What have we here? The doctor's compass. Pass back in. Seize them. You brought a golem to Earth. Are you insane? Careful, Time Lord. Madmen aren't known for their patience. Doctor, what's a golem? An artificial life form outlawed by Article 12 of the Galactic Code. Golems are the best soldiers in the universe. They obey without question. They never give up. And they're made from virtually indestructible alumina silicate. Of course! Potassium, sodium, calcium, kaolin and feldspar. The clay on that walking stick. It didn't come from the monster. It was the monster. Where is he? Where's the doctor? If you don't get out of here right now, Pausebacken, you and the rest of your lynch mob are going to get turned into strawberry jam. Don't play games, girl. She's telling the truth, Burgermaster. What do you think made that noise? Stay where you are. We're perfectly safe. I have the device that controls the creature. That's a screwdriver, you idiot. Sacrifice for you. Don't be stupid, man. You can't reason with it. Yeah, that's right. You understand me, don't you, beast? Now! Too late, I'm afraid. I couldn't, even if I wanted to. 
tell her, Doctor. He's right. Once an order is given to a golem, it cannot be countermanded until the mission is accomplished. Even if the person who issued that command dies. But that's madness! Indeed it is. That's why golems are illegal in every civilized system from here to Andromeda. They are unthinking, unfeeling, unswerving killing machines. The ideal foot soldier, in fact. They do the job and never answer back. Literally. Until now. So that's what the experimental units are. A new breed of golem. <laughs> Intelligent, articulate, and unlike their predecessors, capable of learning and adapting to new situations. Fashioned in our own image, so they can integrate perfectly with society. They even think themselves one of us. You mean Greta and Hans are golems? The first of a new race. Just think what I will be able to achieve with an army of such golems at my command. Well? One man's been torn apart. Another two have been trampled to death. Zoff must be mad to bring a full-size combat golem to an inhabited planet. Any sign of Hans or Lucy? Only this. It's the Doctor's sonic device. I saw him use it at the crash site. Then they were here. It looks like it. And now the golem has them. Prodigal Stone returns and bearing a precious cargo to my boy! Are you hurt? Mother, what are you doing here? My victory is complete, Doctor. I now hold all the cards. About time too! Forget about me, did you rock brain? Only half the cards, it would seem, General Zoff. Hello, Lucy. Doctor, oh, you're all right. What? It can't have made a mistake. The golem was programmed to destroy anything, not made from aluminosilicates. Ah, but Lucy's covered in them, Zoff. Look, mud everywhere. What have you and Hans been up to? Who are you, my dad? He gave me the kiss of life, if you must know. Well, that kiss saved your life in more ways than one. Enough! Golem, dispose of the Earth female. The Doctor, too. We don't want him blabbing to the Time Lords. Doctor! Don't worry about us. We'll be fine. Once an order is given to a golem, it cannot be countermanded until that mission is accomplished. Silence! <laughs> Don't you hit my mother! Hans! You go left, I'll go right. See you on the other side. Ready.
it, Doctor. We did it! Well done, both of you. I've never seen a golem defeated in hand-to-hand combat. A brave but sadly futile act. As you will observe, the odds are in my favour. What have you done to Hans? I shook up his molecules a bit. He'll recover. Which is more than can be said for his mother here. Say goodbye, Frau Dog. Don't do it, Zoff. Wolf, you and the others secure the general and take him outside. Assist the boy, too. Take him to my caravan to recover. Mother, oh, Greta, my darling. You must be the doctor and Lucy. And you must be Judah. Judah? The man who built Hans and Greta. Built them? Later. Will Hans be all right? (laughs) He's just had a shock to his system. He'll be fine. Wolf will look after him. Come on, Mother. He'll want us with him when he wakes up. Yes, yes. What will happen to General Zoff? We've located his spacecraft and we'll be sending him home as soon as we clear the solar system. You're not going to lock him up after all he's done? I think the humiliation and loss of rank he'll face when he returns to the Planetary League will be punishment enough. Now let's follow the others outside. (laughs) I have a little surprise for you. I believe I may have found your TARDIS. (laughs) Doctor, you don't think... Just set fire to it, Judah. Look out! Don't let it get the Don't let it go! Lucy, get out! I'm not leaving you! You have to. The golem is still obeying Zoth's final command to kill both of us. If we leave together, it will follow. But then I'll stay! No, I will stay. Get Wolf and the others. It's the only way to defeat this thing. Lucy! All right. But you better be here when I get back. I will be! Cracking up under the pressure. And you really are cracking up like a big lump of clay in a kiln. Doctor, you idiot! Wolf! Wolf! Lucy! What's the matter? Where's the doctor? He's still down there. That golem came to life again. He killed Judah and... There's not a bloodhound in the world that could locate the doctor under all that rubble. Locate the doctor. Locate the doctor. Lucy. Lucy. to crack the millennium.
There they go. Back to the Ravzera system. I can't say I'll miss them. Wolf and the others weren't exactly big on chat. Lucy, they were golems. They couldn't speak. They were halfway between us and the beast in the cellar, I suppose. A missing link in golem evolution. Weren't you tempted to go with them, Wolf and Co? This is where we grew up, Lucy. This is where we belong. Besides, Mother would kill us if we weren't home for Christmas. <laughs> Speaking of which, I have an early present for you. Oh, oh the sonic screwdriver. Judah gave it to me before he, before we found you. Thank you, Greta. This little chap and I have been through a lot together. Well, we must be off. Time and tiddlywinks and so on. Ignore him. Goodbye, both of you. Goodbye, Lucy. Oh, hands! Come on, Lucy. I think it's time we were elsewhere. Stop! Stop! Mother! Mother. Oh, I wanted to give you this to say thank you. I baked it fresh this morning. A cake. Thank you. Mmm, smells delicious. What's in it? It's an old family recipe. Chocolate sponge soaked in kirsch with layers of cherries and whipped cream. A black forest gatto. And you said they haven't been invented yet. They haven't. Don't give her ideas. It's time we were going. I'll feed the same. Black forest gatto. You might want to think about patenting that. Lucy! All right, I'm coming. Hey! What happened to Lucy to drive? The Beast of Orlock starred Paul McGann as the Doctor and Sheridan Smith as Lucy Miller. Frau Todd, Miriam Margulies. Baron Teufel, Peter Guinness. Hans, Samuel Barnett. Otto Pausbacken, Nick Wilton. Judder, Trevor Cooper. Greta, Alison Thea Scott. Lurgner, Nicholas Briggs. Sound design and music by Andy Hardwick. Script editor, Alan Barnes. Director, Barnaby Edwards. The audio adventures of Doctor Who are produced by Barnaby Edwards, David Richardson, Nicholas Briggs and Jason Haig-Ellery for Big Finish Productions.